This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. All right, ladies and gentlemen of the nation's capital, we're back. And this morning we are talking about a thing that I genuinely thought no one would call up about. I didn't even think you'd let me talk about it on air. I thought you would say, Nige, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> nah. You're a nutbag. Nah. But we're talking about prejudice, which is uh, when you get a new loaf of bread, obviously you skip over the crust. Mm. But my thing is I, I won't even touch that first bit of bread after the crust. Uh, to me, it's inferior and, and you need to skip over it and go straight to uh, a legit piece of bread number two. If you're going to start making sandwiches and stuff. Um, I thought I was the only one who did that. Kristen, you agree that you do the same? Oh, for sure. You hate that first bit of bread after the crust. In fact, you consider the crust superior to that bit of bread. Yes, a a crust with some banana on it and a little bit of honey. Delicious. That next bit, I mean... Oh, what what are you yeah. doing there? Like, what it's, are you? You're not a crust. You're not fluffy. I just, I don't even know what goes with you. Slightly smaller, slightly drier. Yeah. And largely useless to everyone. Yeah. Barry from Dunlop, are you prejudiced? I am, Nige. I am. Awesome. Okay. I have a, a, a brother in arms here, Kristen. So where do you usually start? About three or four slices down. Oh. Oh, so even slice number two is not good enough for you, Barry. Uh, it just depends. You, mm-hmm. see, you, you give it a squeeze, see how it's feeling. If it's if it's fluffy and, and plump, you'll you'll go there. Otherwise, it's it's on to number three. I got a fairly big hand, so when I stick it down the side of a loaf, I actually just go down to where it gets to. All those pieces out. But the reason, but the reason I don't eat the second piece of bread is it's like it's like a pseudo crust. It's like a Clayton's crust. It is. It um, is, isn't it? And, and often when they slice the bread, the crust is still on the edge of it. You're right. And it's, it's got the taint more than what's on the on the uh, pieces down below. So yeah, I'm so with you. But I also believe that, and when you get a nice piece of crust, it yeah. actually helps to keep the rest of the the loaf fresher. Yeah, well, it does. It's, it's like a top. seal. And You're the right. One doesn't dry out. Otherwise, you got to keep on going down and down and down in your bread mm. because Holy crap, the top Barry. one will always become more stale. But Barry, you'll oh. always eat every bit of the bread. You'll never Eventually, throw it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, no, no, always. <laughs> I was I was brought up old school. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you don't waste so it. My dad was born in 1904, so... Wow. Um, yeah, we didn't, you just didn't waste bread. No. When I was growing up, no way in the world, so... Look at that, Barry's dad, only oh. about a year older than me. Fantastic. <laughs> um, Barry, thank you so much for the call, mate. I do appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm so no, glad I'm not the only one. And that's and, and Kristen, look, as much as we'd love to get to all of these calls, mm. uh, we took like seven phone calls from people. <laughs> I know. But we don't know what they were calling about. They could have been going to say, you stop talking about bread. Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Hey, uh, in case you uh, haven't heard, friends, uh, last night Origin was on. Uh, yeah. Game 1, Origin 2021. Yeah. Kind of snuck up on us a little bit. Well, I, of... I feel like it snuck up on the Queenslanders as well. <laughs> it sure did, didn't it? Um, but, Kristen, you were specifically uh, oh. and highly motivated by Gus Gould <laughs> at the oh. start of the game. Doing Who his... wasn't? Oh, look, it's the start of every Origin. They give Gus some airtime and they go, uh, Gus, just cut <laughs> loose, man. Pick a theme and run with it. Make it dramatic. Make it impressive. And this year's Get the theme, buy-in. This year's theme, Kristen, was bravery. Thank you, James. I want to talk about bravery. In these final moments in the dressing room, these players are at their most nervous. It's a passage I read in the Game of Thrones many years ago, a conversation between a father and his son. The son asked the question, is it possible for a man 
considered brave when on the inside he's truly afraid, to which his father replied, when you're truly afraid, that's the only time a man can be brave. And that's what you'll see tonight. Nerves, insecurity, fear, it will give way to courage and bravery. Yes! I don't know if Gusty got the memo that they're professional athletes and that they actually do it every week. Yeah, and they're, honestly, they're just playing a game of footy. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're not storming the, the trenches. And you, you know what they're, I mean? they're actually playing with some boys, some fellas that um, I think they only got teamed with a few weeks ago. Yeah. Some of and, them might and, be teammates, but... And here's the thing, Kristen, the game they're playing is rugby league. It's a game <laughs> with which they are intimately familiar. And in fact, mm. each one of them is a professional rugby league player. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not really sure where bravery comes into it, but you know... Oh, wow. I feel like Queensland could have done with a little bit more bravery. Yeah. A little bit more anything would have been good for Queensland last night. So it was, is it the biggest margin in origin history? We're not sure. Um, it was, we just, a, it was they're a bloody not, big win is what it was. They're not rubbing salt into the wound, but it was 50 to 6. Yeah. Um, and in Queensland as well, so that's just an extra kick. And I feel like the Blues were, were almost as brave as Caitlin Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> Really oh, in the grand don't, scheme of things. <laughs> so, 6242 mm. What's the loss that still stings? Oh, yes. And I'm talking about on the playing field, on the, you know. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking sports matches. I'm not talking yep. like, don't ring me and tell me about your ex-wife or something like that. I'm talking... <laughs> <laughs> Off Susie, I just... It still stings. Sometimes when I'm with Margaret, I call out Susie's name. Oh, oh dear. (laughs) That that was too far? I mean, no, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. It's no worse than the Crocs joke I made earlier, so that's fine. (laughs) So, the loss that still stings. And and you know what? It's, Mm. It's probably something from your childhood. Oh, not necessarily. Like, we all remember, we all know my, my jitterbug whoopsie. Oh, yeah. That's the loss for me that still sings, stings. And that was, what, under sevens in a dance at Stedford with yeah. a dance that I forgot and I had to run off, that, run off stage. Does that really count as a sport, though? Oh, oh don't even <laughs> stop it. What about for you, Nige? Look, you say it, oh, it usually happens when you're a kid. Mm. Um, I'll tell you mine after the break. Okay. Uh, uh, but, and everyone else, 62421063, join me. I'll tell you how, as a, as a fully grown man, mm. uh, I lost a game of sport. Yep. Of sports ball. Uh, to a bunch of nine-year-olds. I love it. And I'm still hurting. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight Podcast. Mix 106.3. Ask Paul from Bruce what's been going oh, on, Kristen. Oh, Paul, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, Kristen. It's all good. It's only, it was 30 years ago, so it's, you know, it's not a drama. But still stings? What was it? Oh, what it was, I was playing in the AFL grand final in Townsville, and... Um, it was a close game all the way through, and on the scoreboard it had a had a, as a draw at the end of the game, and that was for about two minutes. It was a draw, but what happened was the siren went. We were expecting that we'd play extra time, but then we found out that the scoreboard was actually wrong. Oh! And we were de- we were down a point, so that that's the result they played on. And you know the trouble was there was a young young kid that was doing the scoreboard. It wasn't his fault. He just of course. It up, but it, it changed our whole. You know, perspective yeah. of the game if we would have attacked more, but, you know, in the end we didn't because we thought it was a draw and we just played the extra minutes. And even oh. worse, even worse, it was in Townsville. Oh. 
Well, yeah, well, this traveling winter is pretty good, so it's like uh. <laughs> degrees or something. So it's pretty yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. The scoreboard oh, was the wrong. Score was oh. one point, and, oh. had, and so you were like, "Oh, we'll just cruise through to the flight to the, the last bit of time, and then we'll have the extra time to finish it up and and get the extra points on the board." And oh man, oh, yeah, that's gonna hurt. The way it goes, but we, the next day we're we'll actually in the plane and we're going to fall again and beat them. I still feel like it's not too late to find where that kid lives, Paul. No. The kid who was on the scoreboard. We could track him down. We know people. Yeah. Well, he would have had his AstraZeneca by now, so he should be okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh thanks, Paul. Paul. Could have been worse day, Kristen. Um, just quick, you wanted to hear mine. Um, uh, I lost a game of cricket. Um, our radio station team had to play against the Bungendore Bandits under nines many years ago. I don't know if you remember that story. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we, it was a team of grown men from yep. the radio station against a bunch of nine-year-old kids. Yep, and they won? And, and they legitimately won. <laughs> they actually <laughs> did. We tried. We tried our best. It's not like we rolled over, as a lot of people do when you're playing against oh, little kids. I love it. We gave it everything we had, and we still lost to oh. nine-year-olds, Kristen. Oh, that's so funny. I even tried uh, uh, sledging one of them, and I think I've told you that story before mm. on air. You cannot sledge a nine-year-old. No. Because they don't understand what sarcasm is. No, no. Well, tell everybody what you said. Well, I, I, made a, I made a your mum joke to, mm. to the wicketkeeper while I was batting. Yeah. I said, you, mate, when you got a second, can you get your mum to come over to my place and pick up all her clothes? She keeps mm. leaving them all over the place, <laughs> and, it's, and it's getting to be a bit of a problem. And he just looked me dead in the eye and went, mate, what are you talking about? You've never even met my mum. <laughs> And I was like, actually, that's a fair point, kid, um, as you were. And he just shook his head like, you weirdo, and like, clapped his hands like, next, next delivery, let's okay, go. Okay, all right, let's focus. schooled by a nine-year-old. Oh, it's so good. Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. We're talking... Above board, legit, non-gross oh. and disgusting petty revenge in the workplace. <laughs> that, um, should, that should uh, make the legal team happy, Nige. 100%. After I read the story about a bloke who used to work uh, at a Starbucks back in the day, mm. and if someone was rude to him and ordered coffee, he would what they call decaf him. And that's exactly what it says on the, on the packet, and I love it. They would order a real coffee, he would give them decaf out of spite if they were rude to him. And yeah. I think that's wonderful. <gasps> and we want to know on 62421063 if you ever do that at your workplace. Do you do you have some way of getting back at rude people? Um, but that's not gross or nasty and it's going to get you in any real trouble. No, no. Uh, Kelly from Bungendore, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm excited to hear what Same. you used to get up to. Where, <laughs> tell us where you used to work back in the day and what you used to get up to. I used to work for New South Wales Motor Registry. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. All right. What did you used to do? So if I had a rude customer come in to have their license renewed and they had to have their photo taken, I used to take the photo incorrectly so they'd get a letter to say you have to return to have your photo redone. Oh, that's excellent. I did it once. I did it quite a lot. I I thought when you said that, you would would just, you know, deliberately choose the worst photo to put on the... But but that's even better. Making them do more paperwork later. Mm. No, it wasn't really, because all you had to do was you just direct... You had a little red light you had to aim at your nose. Yeah, yeah. You just aim it at their forehead, so that way it just, yeah, didn't work. Oh, (laughs) hell. But then, unfortunately, then you'd have to see them again. 
No, not necessarily. They could no. go to another motor registry. Pretty good True. chance, yeah, you won't be on the shift that day or whatever. But, but the person who was rude to you has to make another trip in to redo the photo <gasps> and it's a massive oh, inconvenience. Kel. And that is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I Not a worry at all. You've inspired another handful of Canberrans to just be that extra little bit petty today. Kristen, what <laughs> and, do you reckon? But also, mm. if you're listening to this right now and yeah. you go, oh, my God, I once or twice got one of those letters. <laughs> what does that say about you? Don't go after Kelly. She's fine. It wasn't even her real name. So shut up, everyone. And you were rude. So you deserved it. Is that right, Kristen? Yeah. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight podcast. Mix 106.3. Kristen, we are talking relationship deal breakers and pets. Mm, yes. Specifically, what was it? 64% of Australians yes. in a recent survey have said that it was it's a deal breaker if their partner yep. doesn't like their pet. Yep. Uh, and, and I fully agree. I think, I'm. in fact, that number should be higher. Really? I think so. Pets so are important. We're wondering whether the pet was the reason for the breakup. And to discuss that very, very matter right now, uh, guess who joins us on the line? It's Sarah. Oh. Ah, from Moncrief. Uh, top of the morning to you, Sarah. <laughs> Good morning, guys. What, uh, a, what a great Wow. Uh, usually, that was dramatic, wasn't I know. Usually listeners don't have their own intro, Sarah, but here we are. Yeah. Here we are, you know. Viva la Eskimo Joe. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, guys. That really appealed to the kids. <laughs> All right. We'll see you soon. It's yeah. Good <laughs> chatting um, with you. Sarah, tell us about uh, the pet in your life. Okay. I had a... He's now deceased, but I did have an Alaskan Malamute called Dexter who... Oh. For no reason at all, disliked men. Just oh. would not have a bar of them. Oh, okay. Okay. Would bark, would growl, would run away. I mean, I never picked boyfriends that were, you know, unsavory type. But anyway, yeah. Dexter didn't like them. It was a deal breaker, and mm. because uh, my dogs are, you know, like kids. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and until one day, I was dating this guy up in Brisbane, and um, he was a bit early. And next thing I hear, Dexter and he running around playing together, and I'm like. <gasps> Um, oh. I'm, uh, anyway, no, Dexter went straight up to him. He was playing with him. He oh. was running around and all yes. the rest. And I went, that's, that's the keeper. And we've been married <gasps> eight and a half years now. Oh, wow. Dexter chose him. <laughs> he did. That's yes, awesome. He did. Yeah. Yeah, we have two beautiful children, and and we've been married eight and a half years. So, oh, well done, well done, Dexter. Good, oh, maybe absolutely. you know, Dexter just had standards. Maybe Sarah, you know, potentially. He yeah. was like, yeah, "This is it. Yeah. This is top shelf stuff." That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Damn right. Yes, yes, quite possibly. Uh, so. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that that's proof positive, friends. Uh, you know, be nicer to the animals. Make sure mm. they get along with you because uh, then then you might get married. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's a lesson we've learned. Thanks very much for your call. No worries, uh, It's been emotional. There you go. That was fun, wasn't it, Chris? That was. Yeah, we should do that again. There's not enough songs with people's names in them. I know. Oh, oh we'll have to get a Roxanne next. Oh, yeah, or a Santa. If Santa ever calls, we're covered. That was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.